Jeff, you get murdered first. You know what, Ari? You get murdered first. I really hope I get murdered first. <laughs> Seriously, I'm turning 29 in a month and it, it's rough. <laughs> so everyone, welcome to this week's episode of Obsessed. Woo! So that right there is Ariana. And that's Jeff. And today we have a very special guest with us. His name is Danny. Say hello, Danny. Hi, everybody. Thank you for having me. <laughs> he- He's turning 29 soon, so... Turning 29, it's rough. It sounds horrible. It's going to be great, Dan. It's going to be your best year yet. It it is. I feel it in my bones. And it's going to be good. Yes. I have grace, too. It's the worst. Uh, I kind of like it because it's like a... I'm a zaddy now, I think. (laughs) Yeah, I think you are. See, but the difference is like you get hotter with grace, and I just look like a witch. (laughs) (laughs) We just put it for Halloween, obviously. No, we got that whole like salt and pepper thing going on. But anyway, so Danny and I actually have a very interesting past. We actually oh, we got a past. Oh, we have a past. We actually met on Tinder. Tinder. I know. Um, back in like two thousand, late two thousand fourteen, early two thousand fifteen. Yes. We went on a date, and um, me and Jeff look alike, but I'm 5'4", and Jeff, you're what? I'm six, six feet, You're yeah. six feet, and yeah. I look like you're little. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just say it. We, we have you guys very, do look alike. I know. Very similar noses. I mean, like... Everything. I remember Everything. when when we first went on a date, you, we like sat down and you were like, Jeff, how arrogant are we that we're on a date with someone <laughs> that, that. that looks identical to us? I and I'm like, okay, that. that's pretty arrogant. That, the elephant in the room, I was like, let me just say it. I know. <laughs> I'm looking hysterical. at a fucking mirror of the tall version of myself, the manlier version of myself. All right. So to keep up with our spooky theme all month, we're talking about murderers and serial killers today. Yes. Favorite topic. Which we love. Woo. Um, <laughs> no, we do not condone condone their behavior. No, not Absolutely no. not. Don't murder. We told you this last time. I, I know. Certain people. Yeah. <laughs> Do not murder because actually you you are uh, prone or susceptible to demonic possession, which we talked about. And in the last jail life. time. And jail time. Yes. But speaking of demonic possession, um, Danny, who actually listened to our last episode, has a very interesting fact about The Exorcist. So they they um, filmed it in New York. You know that, right? Yes. They filmed it at NYU, I believe, and they were getting um, they needed extras, so they're like. Do you guys, to the workers, do you guys want to um, help us out and we'll film you? And they're like, sure, I want to be in a movie, great. Because it was a very low budget film. Pretty they clever. asked this ex- x-ray technician, you know, to be in it. And he's like, sure, I'll do it. Long story short, it came out, blah, blah, blah. Fast forward a couple years later, that was the guy that the movie Cruising is based on, the, the murderer. Oh my God. Wait, Literally. he was a serial killer? He killed like a bunch of gay men. He was straight, I'm doing quotations, I'm pretty <laughs> sure, because he would have sex with the men that he would murder them after. But he claims he wasn't gay, but you know, he, he would rape them sometimes and um so he was an extra in the exorcist correct yes wow. and um oh my God. He, you could clearly see him i'm sorry his name is paul bateson he's Ooh. creepy looking but like if i had like six strings in me like he's kind of cute <laughs> but um yeah so anyway he was an actual murderer and they they, they caught that like years later and um that's crazy. That's that is yeah, insane. Yeah. Oh my like, gosh. he could have, like, went on a murdering spree during the That's what I'm the, saying. Like, like he, film. I think he touched her at one point in the movie. Like, he moved her, like, in the, because he was an X-ray tech. Right. So he was helping her, touched her feet or her head and moved her. And, like, I just thought, I wish someone asked Linda Blair, like, 
how did you feel about that after you found out? Right, you found yeah, out yeah. Like he's I know. literally a murderer. So anyway, so this episode we're we're talking about serial killers, murderers, yes. multiple murderers, blood. Yes. blood. Um, I know. Can I just share something that I read today in Cosmo? Yeah, sure. And you know I'm not really that into Cosmopolitan. Cosmopolitan magazine. That's still around. <laughs> it's still around. I know. Wild. Crazy. I like held a magazine and read that. Uh, there are four astrology signs. And you know, I'm not really that into astrology. <laughs> but, yeah, right. <laughs> but there are four signs that are prone to becoming a serial killer, if they're not already. Oh, and those signs um, are Virgo, Gemini, Sagittarius, and Pisces. And so for cool. everyone listening, I'm a Sag and Jeff is a Pisces. Great. And oh here again, we're in a bucket of people that can be very dangerous. <laughs> well. <I can't. laughs> But it is really, really interesting. And um, also, there are a few serial killers that are Sagittarius or Pisces. Um, some as famous as Ted Bundy, who was a Sag. So hot. Um, very hot. And I would have literally done the same exact thing he did. I would have made the entire case. I mean, it was about me anyway. But I would have presented my own case. And I would have been winking at the camera. And I would have looked so hot. And everyone would have been like, yes. she's way too gorgeous to have done this, guys. <laughs> I would have gotten so much fan mail. Um, but also, uh, BTK, who was an infamous um, so serial gross. killer, was a Pisces. Ooh, so, I'm actually not a too, Pisces. I am a Pisces. Yeah. I'm not too familiar with BLT. <laughs> um, I BTK? Love BLT, but that's BTK. Oh, wait. But also, John Wayne Gacy, Pisces. Yes, he was the killer clown. Yes. Like, oh, he, he was so gross. Want me to get into it with him? Yeah, let's do it. So he, he, he would love to kill. Um, guys anywhere from 12 to 25 okay and he would um it's a big group this is how he would get them he'd say back then they didn't have cell phones so there's right. no records because when would, when did this take place this was in the late 60s early 70s okay so basically he would say hey i need help with this whatever it was clown stuff like I need you to help <laughs> like, like, load, like load something in my car and come inside <laughs> I need you this. to do my face paint like, and he would say hey want to have a drink or sometimes he'd like uh, he'd get them comfortable and be like, okay, I want to see a magic trick. And like, sure. He goes, okay, I'm going to handcuff you. They handcuff him. And he goes, the trick is you need a key. And then he <gasps> would just fucking like. That was his move. That was his move. And he would like suffocate them, drown them sometimes. Oh my God. And like rape them. And like the most fucked up things. And um, yeah, then the neighbor was complaining, like um, saying, literally our neighbor's house smells like death. This is the suburbs <laughs> of Chicago. She was like, it smells like rotted flesh. And um. I believe the police went to investigate it and um, they found a class ring. Like, he missed it and he it was like on the, the oh table. Oh my god. And, um, so that's how they. I think then they were like, no, no, it smells like death. We're investigating. So then they went downstairs. I might be making this whole thing up. But, um, from my knowledge. I believe it. Guys, everything Danny says is factual. <laughs> Whether it's true or not, it's factual. And my real name is Daniel. I'm kidding. It is, but no. Everything I said is a lie, technically. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's so scary. But that it's is just so, so interesting scary. because. Um, he dressed like a clown. I know. That's the gross Something part. That's but he would so... approach them as a clown. No, 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 no. no, no. As uh, just a regular. Just a regular guy. He was good in town, but he did, he would clown on the side. He was like. Yeah, he was like a, at birthday parties. Yeah, he would do yeah. that on the side, but and I, I heard something very interesting. His makeup, you can Google him right now. His makeup is um, triangle shapes, which they right. say something about um, how it's not 
pleasant to children. Like children like, like circular sharp, sharp, sharp um, objects. Yeah, sharp so edges. like kids like circular. So if you see clowns, like if you see him, he looks very unfriendly as a clown, even though clowns are gross regardless. <laughs> right. But like um kids like circular rounded. Right, shapes. like smoother edges. All and so yeah. purposefully I don't know. I think that was more like a subconscious effort on I, his right, part. That, I do, like, that but, was just um, like, this is going to be my clown look. Right, another yeah. thing, in um, jail, he used to paint clowns crying. I do remember that and fact. They, they sold. And yeah. So we, yeah. Um, Jeff, you painted me as a clown uh, crying. Uh, I did. Okay, <laughs> you you know, did. Guys, we'll post this on the Instagram. Jeff literally painted me as a clown, and I'm crying, I think. Or I look and, like I'm about to leave, cry. Yeah. And freaked out. <laughs> I'm going to get murdered, guys. Ari, do you want to see a magic trick? <laughs> Jeff lives with me. So. <laughs> if you don't hear me next week, that's why. <laughs> but, um, so I'm curious, when did you guys remember, like, a significant moment or around what age you became interested in, in horror films and, and murderers? <laughs> we sound like lunatics. I mean, we're I not. We're, like, we're a little we're bit. Get, like, we're going to be on the do not fly list. We really are. Like, this is terrifying. But I feel like the more we try to defend ourselves, I know, the, the more we, we sound, sound like serial killers. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, well, maybe we should just admit that we are and then we, we wouldn't sound as guilty. No, Jeff. <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> um, okay, so I remember my grandma used to watch us every Saturday night because my parents would go on a date date night every Saturday. Oh, I love that. Right, I I'm love. I'm scared. That's no. so cute. <laughs> so my grandma would watch us, and um, without fail, every weekend we would watch. I believe it was like some kind of true crime show, cops, Mad TV, yeah. then SNL. So then that's how we used to watch it. My grandma like fucked us up. Basically. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So we'd watch all the shit and. If we were bad and we were outside and we weren't coming in, she'd be like, the man's going to get you. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Oh He's going to go get you. Wow. That's how I got into true crime. So instead yeah. of being afraid of that man, now you're, like, obsessed with... I'm obsessed with the man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm obsessed with the man. Yeah, for me, I just think my parents didn't really care about what we watched. And so my sister and I saw Chucky at oh, five. God. And we made our mom walk us to the bathroom yeah. for a year. It was down the hall. She had to hold her hand and take us to the bathroom for a year. So it started at five, and then our favorite um, franchise and, I guess, first insight into a serial killer was Michael Myers. We were obsessed with Halloween. And from a very young age, we watched that, and then just like every other horror film, and I used to watch Dateline and um, Strong Medicine with my mom on um, Lifetime. So I have my... uh, (laughs) My yeah. uh, deep-rooted interest in it. Yeah. In murder. <laughs> <laughs> Danny, it's funny that you mentioned that your grandma kind of inadvertently got you into yeah. it. Yeah. So my grandma actually did the same no, thing. I know. It. So, like, my my cousin and I or my friends, we would always go to Blockbuster and, like, walk down uh, the... Oh! smell it right yeah so so we would walk down the like the horror movie aisle and i, me- I remember seeing like all of the horror covers and michael oh. myers a halloween series i was one of them the and i remember that was the first slasher flick that like really messed me up but i was also fascinated by it, it. was yeah. halloween one halloween the first yeah. one yeah. 1978 or nine yeah. one of those one of those but I, I feel like that kind of like led us into a weird obsession with yeah <laughs> totally. but but we're not the only ones no. There's no way there's because so like many podcasts about right true yeah and I feel like there's been like a spike in like in podcasts and murder <laughs> and, <laughs> and murder and murder there's been a spike in like documentaries and like yeah all yeah. docuseries yeah. documentaries movies just everything about this on you guys every have streaming a favorite surface documentary I don't know if Ooh. like a horror I mean like a, a true crime one I don't know mm, I'm trying to think um. 
My most recent favorite, the assassination of Gianni Versace. Oh my god, so good. So good! But even like, um, Andrew Cunanan, who assassinated Gianni Versace, I I, like, I found myself like, being terrified of him, but also sympathizing with him too. Of course! And if, for any of you listening, um, watch the assassination of Gianni Versace, it's on Netflix, it is. Yes, it's a Ryan Murphy. Yep, Ryan Murphy, um, spectacle. Yes. (laughs) I like the keepers, the (gasps) non-customer. The Keepers is hands down the most messed up docu-series I've ever seen in my life. I So incredible. Like, I highly recommend. (laughs) Everyone needs to watch, if you're listening to this, watch The Keepers on Netflix. But I'm telling you, I'm a binger. You're only going to be able to watch max two episodes a night. Yeah, it was a lot. Because it is a lot. A lot of... Ooh, just yeah. really messed up. I was like, I had to take a breather after every episode. Like, what did I just see? It's it was so great, messed yeah. up, but highly recommend it. So talking about people who are obsessed with murderers and serial killers, oh. um, Jeff has some insight into why people in general are obsessed with them. Yes, Ari. First, I would like to define what a serial killer is. Yes. Um, according to the FBI, a serial killer is someone who commits at least three murders over more than a month. And this is the kicker, actually. This is like... In the, the definition. <laughs> they have they usually have an emotional cooling off period in between murders. <laughs> so, so, so like like I, I guess that means like they crave, they kill, they kill, they're fine. They kill and they're then they satisfied, like, then they're they're waiting for their next. Yeah, I guess they, they kinda like detox, they're like, okay, I got that out of my system. So but then they get like that rage and that urge again to kill. Yeah, um, and so this just brings me to a show that I forgot to mention that I truly love. It's called Mindhunter on Netflix. Yes, so freaking good. They talk about a lot of this stuff because the whole point of that show is how the FBI in the 60s and 70s was um, uh, learning about serial killers and they didn't even have, yeah, yeah, they didn't have the name serial killer yet. They didn't know what to call repeated murders. murders. And so they're figuring that out and they're meeting with these really famous serial killers to try and figure out what they went through and get into their mind so then they can detect and they can help police officers like pick up on signs. Yes. And a lot and that actually makes sense the cooling off period just based on the show because a lot of these serial killers that they interview um go back to the scene of the crime. They they don't even entirely know who they're looking for sometimes. Yep. So it takes a while to yeah. just kind of drive around to go to different neighborhoods and like scout kind of and pick up people. It's so wild. And so it's just, yeah, it's, it's crazy because you would think that it is just like this spree of like eight years of nonstop. Right. Killing, yeah. But they do take these little breaks. Yeah. And a lot, and a lot of, um, a lot of their murders, they're completely random too. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them don't have motives, which I think is kind of right. terrifying. Cause which... it's not, it's not like they mug them. They don't rob them. No, no. I mean, I mean they, they might, but that's not, the, that's not the true yeah, incentive. They're doing it for, power and like take Feel something. Yep. Yeah. So the reason why there are actually a few re- reasons why people are obsessed with murders including ourselves. Um, so I'm just going to name a few. Yeah. So one of them this is bu- um, from the chief psychologist of the San Diego Police Department and she says that it's just it's normal to be obsessed with it. Um, but to a degree. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> I know. And um, she was saying um, it's in our innate curiosity to 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 wonder and to um, to simply just be fascinated by these murderous uh, people. Yeah. And, and that's because, I mean, we are just fascinated by evil and we're, we can't look away from like a train wreck. You know, yeah. it's like the same thing as seeing a car accident on the uh, highway. The I slow down my car. I'm nosy <laughs> AF. I need to save. I know. You're one of those. Yeah, sorry. I need to know everything. I know, exactly. Yeah. 
Um, That's why there's so much traffic, because you two. Nosy Nellies. <laughs> Nosy Nellies. <laughs> like, am I going to help her or am I just like a, a spectator at this point? You're just you like, know? oh my god. Tesla's supposed to drive itself. Look what happened. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what happens? But yeah, so we are like fascinated with that. And, you know, whether we like it or not, we're just nosy beings. And also the whole thing with like good versus evil. Like, we've been yeah. conditioned from very young, even in like comic books and stuff, there's always a villain and like the hero. Yeah. So, you know, because there are real life villains, we are just intrinsically like fascinated by them. Yeah. Right? Also, I said intrinsic. What does intrinsic mean? That's is that a also, word, right? Is that also the same thing as being in like in Hey eight? Siri. I'll ask Siri. <laughs> what does intrinsic mean? What does intrinsic mean? I just asked. Belonging naturally, essential. Oh, so I'm right. I knew you were right. This is ads brought to you by Google. <laughs> yeah, belonging naturally, essential. Wait, what did I even mean? I that? just said that. <laughs> I forgot the sentence I'd even used I it in. I completely forgot what we're talking about. <laughs> Wait, about, is this a podcast? Where am I? Wait, where am I? Can I interrupt? He's picking up different more. I did pregame before I got here. Literally, I had a Moscow mule. Then I had like a cup and a half of wine. <laughs> anyway, you're, you're on a bender right now. You don't know what's in that wine. I poured it for you. And I hopefully bleach. <laughs> I honestly can't promise that there's not bleach in your wine. <laughs> that would just be another typical day for Ari, just cleaning and pouring wine and then accidentally mixing the two together. Whoopsie teasy! <laughs> and you're dead. <laughs> I just think it's crazy yeah. with serial killers that all the ones that we had mentioned lived relatively normal lives. Well, yeah, I mean, from the outside. That, that's what I mean, from yeah. the outside. That's what is so fascinating. Right, and that, exactly, and that's the thing. It's like, you could be working with this person. Right, Or you, yeah. could, you could see them every day in your neighborhood, and then you find or out you could be doing their later. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and then, come to find out, You're they killed 26 yeah. people. And then, oftentimes, when they're interviewing, you know, close family or friends of them, they, they always say, like, I had no idea. Like, they seem yeah. like such a good student, you know? <laughs> I mean, you never know. It could literally be anyone. Little yeah. Donna Joe from down the street could push her grandma down the stairs <laughs> and no one saw it coming. <laughs> exactly. And actually, another reason why we are obsessed with it is because we're actually forming some kind of protection for ourselves, I should say. Mm. Um, because while watching these, you, you're also just more aware of your surroundings. Like I know for me, whenever I'm watching, like, like my favorite or listening to my favorite murder that podcast um after that like i'll like look around and i'll see a sketchy van and i'm like hmm should i take note of that <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know? no, you're learning and you're picking up things i'm like remember when you were in seattle and we were coming home late and, yeah. and it was pitch black out yes and they made us walk in the street yep. yes. instead oh, of, yeah instead always. of always yeah. i don't do that yeah yeah, yeah. always I in the street the at night street because middle of the street you're not fucking taking me in your van oh, exactly no. you're not pulling me in a bush i know that's what i'm saying <laughs> that's how they do it i, I tell my sister the same thing because yeah. a lot of the side lighting they're, they're not lit dim. right you need the yeah. lights of the street and if i was a serial killer i would literally hide in that bush in the shadow exactly oh thank you tammy see they were all like why are we going the street Street smart. Um, so yeah, so watching these and like listening to all these like murder podcasts and whatever, it, it's actually preparing us for an encounter with an actual murderer. Yeah. You know, which is very unlikely, but you know, subconsciously it, it helps you prepare for that. It's almost like a dress rehearsal in a sense. Totally. That's why you have all the knives downstairs, like ready to go. Yes. Except if someone broke in, they could just grab them. Use those knives. And, right and use those knives against them. Yeah. Oh my god. I'm convinced Danny's like thinking that he's not going to make it out. Yeah, I know. Right. Or maybe he's going to flip on us. 
Maybe. But at, at this point, it's two against one, so I feel yeah, like we're true. I'm feisty. I'm a little on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this brings me to um, the differences between a psychopath and a sociopath, with, which I am infatuated with. Yes. I'm curious. So they say that psychopaths <laughs> are the result of nature, which is genetics. <laughs> Fuck off. I just started getting a fucking roll. The two of you. Uh, I'm sweating. <laughs> okay, so they say psychopaths are the results of nature, which is genetics, and sociopaths are the result of nurture, which is their environment. Ooh, so it's a whole nature versus nurture. Yeah, and so psychopaths, um, they have like actual physiological differences in their brains, and it's because there is an underdeveloped part of their brain, which is the fuels the emotion and right. impulse control. And sociopaths, um, are usually like results of childhood trauma. Why'd you point at me? Abuse. <laughs> <laughs> you literally pointed at me. I literally looked at Danny. No, you literally pointed, pointed at me. What the actual to. fuck? She's like. <laughs> Um, but the other interesting difference between the two is that sociopaths are considered more impulsive and hot-headed, and they're Ooh. more likely to kill as a result of an anger and rage, whereas psychopaths are cold-hearted. So both psychopaths and sociopaths are capable of, of committing horrible crimes, right. obviously, but a sociopath is less likely to commit them against someone who they have a bond with. And so psychopaths are incapable of even forming that bond. Right. Oh, you're saying so psychopaths are more likely to kill anyone. <laughs> also, uh, an interesting difference between the two as well is that um, a sociopath would feel no guilt about hurting a stranger, but they may feel guilt about hurting someone that they really like or have right. a bond with. And then the psychopath is aware completely of what they're doing, but they do not care whatsoever. Right. So they both like empathy, but the ability to kind of like have regard for other people um, is just out the window. That's completely. terrifying. Isn't that horrible? Yeah. So scary. Um, yeah, so kind of based on what you're saying is like the whole nature versus nurture yeah. um, debate. So psychopaths, they actually can't help, like no one can really help them. That's just, no. that's ingrained in their DNA. So they're right. born with that. They're, yeah, they have, they're so literally, their brain has, is different than, than a normal person or even a sociopath. Wow. Because that part of your brain that controls that impulse um, and empathy, it's, it's underdeveloped. But just one other thing, two other things I think are really interesting about the two is that when most people see blood or violence, like in a movie, us, maybe not us, um, no, most people... We, we cheer for them. <laughs> <laughs> no, like your heart beats faster and you're like breathing very quickly and you get sweaty and you're nervous when you're seeing violence. Yeah. But a psychopath has the opposite reaction. They get calmer. Ooh, How scary no, is that? That is really. I get scary. like, um, like you know, excited, like, like what's gonna happen in the movie? Right. Yeah. Not like that's terrifying. That's they terrifying. So keep an eye out if you go to a scary movie with a friend. If they're just like chilled the fuck out, you're like, mm. or they had yeah. a good brownie, but you know that's yeah. still here. <laughs> oh, and then one other funny bit that I just love to tell people what? is if you yawn, yep. you yawn, and they don't yawn after you. Because yawning is directly linked to empathy, and if someone doesn't yawn, that means they lack empathy, and therefore could be a serial killer. That's wild. Sociopath, that's also psychopath. that's also a fun way to see if someone's checking you out at a bar or like on the subway or something. Like if you think you caught someone's attention, if you pretend to yawn and then look at them, and if they yawn, then that's a good indicator that they are paying attention to every one of your moves. Interesting. I know. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. That's gonna be my move now. They say um, you have to do, you have to put your your thumbs up when you yawn, so deaf people don't think you're yelling. Oh! <laughs> imagine, imagine like. 
weird. <laughs> it so just looks girl. like. <laughs> I saw the funniest bit, but like if a flight attendant is like yawning that. on an airplane and there's a deaf passenger, they would think like the flight attendant's like screaming or something. That, that honestly must That's be terrifying. I know. So tis the season for sexy Michael Myers. Oh, oh my yes. god. <laughs> and to clarify, we're not talking about actually this is a funny story. Um speaking of Michael Myers. I was, I was like, telling my boyfriend about, like, our obsession with Michael Myers, and he was like, um, wait, like, the actor that played Shrek? And I was like, I was like, what kind of person do you think I am? I'm not obsessed or, like, attracted to, to Shrek. And oh, then, on the, on the flip side, I'm attracted to a serial killer. A fictionalized serial killer! <laughs> yeah. we, we have no idea what he looks like. We're going based off of a mask. I, I will say, he has, he has dark hair and, like, really thick, dark eyebrows. Because you see him for like two seconds in the first one. You're right. Yes. He comes like, out of the okay, shadow. dark features. I know. <laughs> I'm okay. into it. Yeah. I'm into dark features. And you know he's over 6'4". Oh, oh four, yes. And he's, he has broad shoulders. I like a man with meaty, veiny, tan arms. Yes. And like he does. He definitely does his forearm curls. When That's does he get the time to tan? He's literally in a... a Jumpsuit well, we, and a mask all day. Well, we only see him on Halloween, so the rest of the year he's probably in Miami. Oh, like you know, we don't know where, where he's going. And, and you know, I remember uh, Sam Loomis, Doctor Loomis, the psychologist, and the thing in the movie said, um, <laughs> in, the, "In the thing, the, the, the doctor in the, in in that the thing." thing. Uh, no, in Halloween, he said that Michael Myers can speak, but he chooses not to. Yes. I thought yes. that was strange. Yep. Imagine if he thought like this. <laughs> <laughs> he had my voice. Hi, I'm Michael Myers. <laughs> Terrifying. That's even scarier. But yeah, he's, he's hot. And he doesn't do much, but he's hot. <laughs> I don't know if I would run away from him. I like right? him slow and like stupid. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but he he always walks like literally at a glacial pace <laughs> and manages to catch up to anyone. How does that happen? He has, he's probably six seven. He's got the long legs. I know that stride though. <laughs> that stride. <laughs> like like for days. my ten strides is his one stride. True. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what he does? He doesn't panic. I feel like when you panic, that's when you trip over a friggin' like branch and like hurt your ankle but you know he's walking very good posture his like you know heel to toe heel to toe that's a perfect stride that's how he catches them but like Danny and I always like send each other like shirtless pictures of Michael Myers with like, a big booty with, yeah, yeah you know, he's he, like um, I always see these weird memes obviously they come up on my page and they're like Michael Myers like buff and like his it's like the, on, like the Disney Prince ones too yeah, yeah. they do all of those yeah so like obviously we're not the only ones that are attracted to this and I will man. say they have like thousands of likes do we have any other bits about actual serial killers that we want to talk about Lizzie Borden took an axe gave her mother 40 wax yeah yeah, my grandma used to send that to me. Grandma. <laughs> Isn't that creepy? Wait, is that how it goes, right? Lizzie Borden took her axe, gave her father 40 I mean, we're not. When she saw what she has had done, she gave her mother 41. 41, yeah. Yeah. But the thing was, she actually got off. They said that she did it, but um, there's a documentary regarding that saying that she didn't do it, but... Everyone said in town that she was weird. Yeah, I mean, there's a nursery rhyme after it, That's so obviously saying. she I, did I it. I think she did it. She actually moved to Paris after that. I did hear that, actually. And you could, you could stay in her house. It's a, it's a um, bed and breakfast. I want to go. Um, Gosh. Did you know, so Samuel Little, I actually don't know too much about him, but he was labeled as the most like prolific serial killer in the U.S. Yeah, I actually just like 
found out about him. Um, so he um, he was convicted for about like fifty murders, but then it turned he confessed to over ninety three murders. <gasps> Whoa! So that was, but so um, fifty of them were actually verified, and the the remaining have still been like left um, un uncovered. What did he do? And where was it? So he would travel kind of all over the country, but mainly targeted um, women that were like prostitutes, drug addicts, or transgender, mm -hmm. mainly on like the West Coast in LA. And he would pretty much strangle them <gasps> to death. He wouldn't use a knife. He wouldn't use a gun or anything. So when police found these victims, it appeared that they died of a drug overdose or sometimes their death was um, undetermined. <gasps> After Samuel Little was caught, he said that he vividly remembers what every one of his victims looked like and that he could sketch them. Oh so God. the FBI has been using these portraits to try to identify some of the victims. Um, and they act they've actually been successful for a few of them, but um, I think this is just going to be an ongoing case. Oh my god! Right? You know, I kind of like when they have a little flair. They have like it's, a, it's, it's like an it's, MO. You, you can yeah, tell MO. like who did it. Like that's how the FBI would profile them. They would like, oh well, they use this cloth, or you know, this yep. is where they would, build, you know, right? Or they stuff. would take something from seeing the crime every time, yeah. like a license yeah. or something. And uh, Jeffrey Dahmer is just one of the most yes interesting and gross yeah. serial killers. Oh, he was so he gross. Was, so gross. I yeah, mean, and he was things. cannibalistic. Yeah, he was yeah. a cannibal. He was an, um he was involved in necrophilia. Yeah, he dismembered. And he would target. Boys. He would target young black men. Yeah, and a lot of male prostitutes. Yeah, as well. And he um the scary thing was I remember a guy got out of his clutches and um he was drugged the man and he came to and he ran out and then then he ran in the street and then Jeffrey ran after him and was like. And people were like, are you okay? And Jeffrey was like, oh, he's fine. He's just really drunk. He took something. And they let him go. Oh, my God. And, and, Jeff, and Jeffrey ate him. Oh, my God. It's like oh. so fucked up. I've, I've always found the Zodiac killer who is still at large. Um, I found him to be... Him or her. We don't know who... How old would they be? Maybe in their 70s. That was in the 80s. 60s, right? The Zodiac killer? Yeah. Yeah, so um, no one knows who he, who he was, but he would... Sorry, I keep saying he. They would always send these like tips to like the police, and it would always be like magazine cutout letters, like a ransom note. Yeah, and um, so yeah, they never caught him or her or them. They you're gonna get in trouble. You're gonna get trouble. I'm gonna get triggering a million people. I'm gonna get a letter from the Zodiac killer, <laughs> and she is gonna yell at you and be like, Bitch, I am female. Um, um, but actually, oh. a, f a fun fact is that, so 1989 was actually the peak of, like, serial killings in the U.S. Um, at that time, there were about 193 separate serial killers. Oh, my God. That's wild. Yeah. How yeah. did you survive? Well, I guess I wasn't poor. <laughs> <laughs> 1990. Yeah. We would have all been a target at some point. If, if you think about it, though... Like, the reason why serial killings have been on decline is because, that, like, as a culture, like, our behaviors have changed. Mm -hmm. So, like, we're not going around hitchhiking anymore, you know? Like, that's illegal. Wait, so it's literally illegal to hitchhike? I think it's illegal to hitchhike. It's weird because it's, like, it's your business. Right. Like, like, I mean, I, I would never do it. I would never pick anyone Wait, up. so uh, could, someone could drive by a hitchhiker on the street and report them to the cops? Oh, yeah. I don't know. You, Maybe you it's not illegal. You get a ticket. You get a ticket. You get a ticket. I think so. Oh. Um... Also, forensics have improved. So, like, mm. now, before a serial killer could even get that label, before, oh, yeah. he can, before he can, like, kill his, like, 
third victim to earn that label, forensics are already on his ass and probably her ass. Her, their ass. Their ass. Their oh my gosh, I need I to stop saying Jeff, him. it's almost 2020. I know. Women could do, do anything, Jeff. <laughs> okay, but most of the serial killers that we mentioned tonight <laughs> were all white men. They're white men. They're literally, <laughs> literally all white men. men. I know. But yeah, some other reasons why uh, serial, serial killing has been on a steady decline also is like, obviously cell phones, you know, camera phones. You can take pictures of like anything that seems sketchy, send that yeah. directly to the police, call for help, call for rides, you have Uber, all that stuff. You don't have to hitchhike anymore. Um, it's true. And, and I feel like nowadays for you to get away with murdering multiple people, you would have to be high up in law enforcement. Well, there's- Did you know that serial killers are, that's kind of one of their tactics? Is um, they're they're fascinated by like authority, um, and a lot of them have actually become like police officers or security guards. No, and some of them even have served in the military no. too. Oh my god! I know. And um, for example, like Ted Bundy, the Hillside Strangler, and John Gacy have all posed in like some way as like an authoritative figure. That's so weird. And that's like because they are so intelligent and they know exactly what to do. And like people will obviously trust them if they have a badge or of you know, so. Right. It's terrifying. That's how they gain their credibility as like being, I don't, I don't know, someone that people could look up to. Yeah, and or, that's why Ted Bundy got away with so much because he was just an attractive guy. And yeah. no matter what, like, even if he was saying something so weird or doing something weird, because he looked the way he did, no one would have really it's questioned crazy. He it. was like loved, like um, his neighbor, he would always change his neighbor's lights. And he, he was interesting because he was capable of having, like, loving, close relationships. Oh, yeah. Because he was married and obviously so many women liked him and all That's that stuff. Scary. So he, you know, he was interesting because he was capable of having... So... Would you guys like to know what to do if you happen to run into a please, serial Jeff, killer? <laughs> we want to know. Save us. Um, <laughs> Alright, well, first off, let me explain how to avoid this type of encounter. Don't go to podcasts. Don't... don't yeah, don't... <laughs> Don't go to someone's apartment in late at night late and at accept a drink from them. Yep. So one of them, and it's kind of, these are kind of obvious, but like it's good to think about too. It's like is know your surroundings. So including like where's the nearest I don't know police station or like nearest most populated area. Um, also, don't mistake familiarity for security. So mm. a a dark parking lot isn't as safe as that parking lot would be during the day. Okay. So just because like you walk through this same street every single day, like if you happen to do it at night, it it might not be as You're safe, right. you know? Yeah. That's true. Another thing is avoid dangerous people. So if you see toxic. some... Toxic. Toxic, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyone that has a lot of emotional baggage might still be talking to their ex. Avoid them at all costs. They were pro- they're probably a serial killer. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, anyone like holding... If, you, like, if you're on like a dark street, anyone holding like a machete, a chainsaw, a, 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 a nail gun. Um, Wait, no, I thought those people were good and totally no, friendly. No, that's what they want you to think. <laughs> Do not trust them. <laughs> oh also, so the article I was reading about how to like um, avoid encounters with serial killers, because that was a real article. One of them was, um, it obviously said like if you actually are face to face, Defend yourself, okay? Yeah, I'm not going down without a fight. I know, but what this article said is to scream in the assailant's face, say, back off! And then, like, push him. That's literally... <laughs> That's literally that's what this insane. article said. Yeah, it's a back... Because, like, by screaming back... I mean, you don't have to scream back off. But, like, by screaming at them and pushing them, they are 
stunned temporarily, and that gives you the opportunity to run. Um, how much will I get paid to write an article like this? Um, but also, like, invest in some pepper spray. Yes. And then, important. um, take a self-defense class. And then the article was also like, make sure that your self-defense instructor is properly trained, so make sure you know that what their credentials are. I'm like, okay. <laughs> just, the fact that you read this article it just <laughs> blows my mind. <laughs> I love it, though. And then, also, like, use everyday items as, like, a weapon, so if you have your car keys on you put that like between your fingers and it now it's now like a little finger knife <laughs> finger knife or a knuckle knife bare knuckles breast, breast, breast knuckles, knuckles. <laughs> what's worse finger knife or bare knuckles I love that finger knife or bare knuckles <laughs> well bare knuckles would just be your regular knuckles that sounds any super type of kinky bare knuckles oh my god that's really huh. good advice, though. Yeah, it's good. we're gonna right? survive. And a lot of it, I mean, it's not common sense. Like, I'm glad that I told you about that. <laughs> Thank you. you no, I learned something new. My life. I learned something new. But um, that being said, if there were a serial killer to just walk in right now, um, which one of us would? I would trip die? your ass so quick. <laughs> so then I would die first. <laughs> I, don't, I know. Oh I God. truly wonder, like, out of out of the three of us, who would who would? I'm little, so who would die first? I, I feel like you could you would speak very aggressively towards that person. Do you think I would still have it in me? You'd say, "Yo, me? fall back." Would you ever try to like reason with them? Well, am I, am I cornered? Well, yes. Yeah, you're cornered. And I, cor- and, and I got nothing on me? Yeah, nothing. Yeah, not even, not even a finger knife. Take my <laughs> shoe off and that's it. You're going to be like, like oh, hold on one second. Let me untie my shoe. No, they're Chelsea boots. I slide right off. Oh. I don't know. I think, yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe maybe you would try to reason. Because I feel like you, you could. Yeah. If you stay calm. If... Well, if they're a sociopath, you can kind of reason with them so that you've kind of formed some kind of bond. Yeah, I mean, you know, like, you look really good in that color. That color you're wearing yeah. is really nice. Yeah, he's like, like oh my god, this run. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I would just do anything to distract them for a split second, and right. then like, like get my way out of there. Yeah, yeah. Or what if you? act like you are just as crazy as them. So, like, he, like he's, like, obviously about to kill you. He or she, or they. Like, they're about to kill you, and you're like, you know what? We're also serial killers, so. Oh, my gosh. That might work. Or, like, I always think about how I would if I if I got stabbed or something where I was still alive. I would just pretend like he killed me. Right. Even though he, like, cut your arm. And you're like, ah, <laughs> He cut my I'm finger. I'm dead. Uh, like, sir, I'm literally I'm dead right dying. now. I'm <laughs> dying. Literally dead. <laughs> no, literally. All right. Well, uh, Danny, so you said you have a podcast coming yes, out. Yes, I have a podcast coming out. It should be coming out in a month. It's called Barely Bearable with Danny Romanello. And we're talking about everything from dating to pop culture to sex that I'm not having and um, things like that. It's going to be it's gonna be good. I'm oh excited. My gosh. I'm, I'm excited. And I have to have you guys on. We'll have fun. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. And then what's your Instagram, Danny, if you want people to follow Oh, yeah. You? It's Danny Romanello with two O's. And my podcast is Barely Bearable Podcast. And yeah. So, so everyone excited. go follow. And Don't as follow. usual, if you're not following us, please do. It's obsessed with an A underscore podcast on Instagram. Um, you can find us on Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube. Still working on iTunes. I don't know. Apple hates us. But yes, follow us everywhere. Um, Danny, since you're our guest, if, if you had one thing to take away from this episode, what would you say? Literally stay away from white men. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for having me, guys. I appreciate oh, it. Thank you, Danny. This is so fun. Until next time. <laughs> okay. <laughs>